Jason. Today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall Podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! You know, look, I keep saying that, and, and it's like it's like a great part of this show, right? The, getting to to say that and celebrate our good friends at Budget Blinds, the uh, the bringers of enlightened style shades. All halos, Robert Shade Overlords. I'm just excited to do that, and I am so glad that they have stuck with us and have been with us through the whole, basically the whole time we've been doing this podcast, and that we get to do that as a piece. Honestly, they have been supporters of this project of ours from the very beginning. And is and we will touch in on how good a supporter they are of other things in the community uh, in addition to just this podcast, which is an important part of the community support, by the way, future advertisers. But, you know, we, we as a thing, they've been great. But really... The reason they do that is so that they can bring the finest in shade technology and the latest in styles to you with these enlightened style shades. And if you are ready to add those to your home, just go see our friends right in the heart of of Lee Summit. Our friends at Budget Blinds. Tell them Jason Nick sent you. Jason, we have another awesome sponsor. We We are doubly blessed. A local sponsor that's also doing good in the community it's ask kathy keller williams realty that's right they are uh, they are a a lovely group of folks at downtown lee summit they have had a a i think some growth and they are trying to make a little bit more and they they want to get to where they want to be in honor of their 20th anniversary which is coming up next year in 2022 just weeks away just weeks away and and they are there they have a gob of five star reviews on our various google and facebook 400 plus of those they have helped over the years 2300 families find either sell or buy or both a new home and 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 not only that jason but they're good at the job you can look at those numbers but also get this in 2021 they have sold homes for a hundred for four percent of asking price and they do it fast an average of five days right look i can't say my own name in less than five days honestly i can't make a decision about like dinner in less than five days. In less than five days. But they are selling your home in under five days which is frightening to me i'm like i'm not in the market to sell my home because i like being married and stuff, but uh, is as a whole, is that where a case I would feel completely overwhelmed if like I put my home on the list, uh, listed it, and then like with less than a week, yeah, had a contract done with it. I would be, I would be almost paralyzed with that. But I'm certain. Well, that's just your own personal fear. But right. if you actually want to do it, and you're it's working, a good feeling. And if you're working with Ask Kathy, they're going to help you. They're going to, they're going to, they would hold my hand and walk me through that, and probably help me manage my. Extremely irrational and oddball fears of having a successful home sale. Right. Yeah, look, look, if you're not Jason and you're not scared of success and you're ready to sell your home, go call our friends at Ask Kathy Keller Williams Realty. They are good, good folk doing good, good work right in our hometown. Hello again and welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I'm Jason Orbury, and as always, I'm joined by a man who keeps changing things on me without warning. It is Nick Parker, publisher of Link to Lee Summit. This is really? a this is an audio really? medium and, and so you at home will not notice anything different, but like the table on the podcasting studio has moved. This is true. And I'm very upset. I'm and it's not that I'm mad about it, it's just like it, it off puts and I'm an old man and I don't like change. And so why do you do this to me? 
there's your reason. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Link to Lee Summit is the source for all the news you need about our very fine city. And our unofficial sponsor today is Subtle Political Wrangling. <laughs> that, which, by the way, that was not an example of that I gave in the earlier part of the introduction. That was blatant political wrangling. I want my table the way it's supposed to be. But, uh, but yeah, so we've got. A, there's a little uh, very subtle political wrangling that we're not even really going to dig into, but it's there if you watch some council. It's silly season. It is silly season. And we're gonna we'll get to that in in, in a little bit. Jason, just uh, uh, really a few news and notes today. Just a couple things to catch everybody up. I want to start with some good news. Good news. You might have seen this, folks, if you're following on the on the Facebooks and you see some event things come trailing around. I'm happy to say the Emerald Isle Parade in downtown. It's back. Hi. After two years of COVID ruins everything, including my parade, it can no longer rain. There we go. Although, it might, it rain. might rain. It might rain. But we're doing the parade. <laughs> but we're doing anyway. the parade. It's back. As a matter of fact, I even have a meeting today about some planning for that parade. So I'm happy to say that's back. And guess what else? Guess what else I saw? There's, is there more things back? Downtown Days will return. Hallelujah. Look, I not I, that this was ever really a question. Like we all knew at some point it was coming back, but But it's finally oh, back. I'm it's so happy. Coming back. This is the I'm thing. So happy. It's finally gonna come back this year. I'm excited about this. I love that festival. Look, if you need an excuse to go get like your vaccines and your all the stuff to make sure that you are healthy and ready to go, the first weekend of June is coming and you want to be able to go to downtown days and feel comfortable and safe and healthy. While doing it, go get your stuff. Look, this is the official kickoff to the summer season in our town. We haven't we haven't had it for two we, years. Literally, we have not had summer since 2019. <laughs> right? <laughs> There's been no summer since 2019. Finally, in downtown Lee Summit, the sun will shine again. It it is true. So now, very excited about that. Always one of our favorite things to do. Or a couple of them actually, the parade and the and the downtown days. So we're very excited that like it it almost feels like I don't want like. I don't know that we'll ever see normal again, but like I'm glad we're getting some stuff. Well, back. like I've I've never been called normal, so no. But I mean, like it feels like it may never feel normal again because who knows what the the long term effects of the pandemic are for us all. But and now prepare yourself for a 30 minute session from Jason Norbury on the new normal. No, I don't even <laughs> to, I don't even know what that's going to look like. I'm just saying. No, I'm, I just I just want to use that. I just want to use that. Bad, bad line. I'm so happy to just get some, like, get these, I want to get these pieces back. It was nice to have Oktoberfest back last fall. You know, I know that we've had a lot. It's like, that feels like a million years and, well, two waves of coronavirus since. But, but I mean, like, just having these little bits and pieces of normality is a thing. And and I know that's what, like, we all want to, like, have some of those pieces back in our lives that we enjoy. And I'm very grateful that we're going to be able to do Downtown Days this year. So, hurrah. So, we're going to start off. We got a parade to plan in March and a festival to plan right in the beginning of June. Uh, we're we're going to move on, Jason. I think most people know that uh, I have a soft spot in my in my heart for teachers, for those in the education field, A, because they do awesome, awesome things, and B, because they do things that I'll never be able to do, which is educate <laughs> our children. But now's the time. If you want to nominate your favorite teacher – for Teacher of the Year in the Lee Summit R7 School District. They are taking your nomination. So head on over to linktolesummit.com. 
you can check out the story about it there, and there's a link to go nominate. You can also go to lsr7.org and find the link there. But hey, look, if you know a teacher, you know somebody in our, our local school district who needs to be recognized for their great work, go nominate them right now. Uh, who's the favorite for the uh, Parker Household Teacher of the Year? I believe that uh, – will the 20-plus time champion – be favored to repeat again. I hope she is. I, I hope that I would hope so too, because if you win that award, something has gone horribly, <laughs> horribly gone wrong. Very, so very another, wrong. I think we, I don't believe we've had a conversation about this since. Um, just a bit remind you, if you weren't already aware, the R7 school board did vote to reinstate a mask mandate for all of their buildings last week. Um, you can, you can watch the discussion and what have you. It was a six to one vote, um, but it is back and forth. So I just wanted to make mention that that is a thing that has happened. Um, I don't know that it requires a lot of conversation without getting into all kinds of demographics and epidemiology. No, just, I think just, just one other note, it was that that mandate is through February 3rd, which is when the board will meet to to reassess and hold another vote to decide what they what they want want to do next. And I think a, a lot of that, the, the general, I think, consensus with most people that, that, that you're seeing is that they are hoping that that kind of gets over the hump right. of the current surge, which we all know, we're you know it's the holiday surge, right? Everybody right, and, it's, and, see each other. and the numbers from R7 last week were just unbelievable. It was like a six-fold increase in right. case, case reporting and, and exclusions from the classroom. So it's, it's a real thing. It's really happening. So the mass mandate is in place for just a few weeks. Until they can reevaluate, and hopefully, hopefully, we'll be over that hump at that point. That would be a that'd be a nice thing. Jason, you alluded to this before. It's the election time. It's silly season. One quick note. I just have one quick note on this. We want to hear from you. We want to know. Look, we're starting. We're going to start reaching out to all the candidates. We're going to start planning our our interviews and forums with candidates. So help us shape. Our questions and shape our interviews. Let us know the issues that matter most to you, the things you want to make sure that candidates speak to. Head over to linktoleesummit.com. There is a survey there. It's very short. Just take that quick survey. Get us get us some information on your thoughts, on your issues that I think you think are important in this upcoming local election where we're talking about voting for mayor, voting for city council, voting for the Summit R7 Board of Education, and even, hey, look, if you've got something you want the, the two judge candidates, if you're worried about municipal judge, which you should be. Especially if you're speeding, man. I mean, if you're, yeah, exactly. I, I don't really have anything. I, no. thought, I thought you'd chime in as the no, local, I get, uh, law nerd. Look, I've, I've, I've been in front of municipal judges, but there's like, there's a limited palette there, and, and we can we can have that discussion if we really want to. But well, we will. Not... We will. Later on, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the role of the municipal judge right. and kind of things that will help people look at maybe what they should consider um, as, as they hit hit the ballot box. That's all I want to say about, about the local election. Jason, one quick note on, or I think point of conversation on last night's city council meeting. There was a presentation. Not, no decisions were made. It was just a presentation on the latest round of federal funding – because of COVID, um, this is this is the American Recovery Plan Act, I believe. ARPA yeah. is the is 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 the name there, and so there is money available. And there was a presentation from city staff to council and the mayor last night, basically on here's how here's how we're going to start to look at at projects and categories of projects to decide where that money goes. And so, the, like I said, not a lot of not a lot of discussion really because there wasn't there were no decisions made but i think it's important that we all follow along and and we see where that money is going to be be allocated and and how it may help 
our community going forward. Right. If you want a, like a free preview of what like council work is for like the decisions that your council members are going to be making, this is like the prime a prime example of this. This is we have a set of money that we have to spend and we are going to have conversations and make decisions about varying priorities about how to allocate that money. That's it. That's like the like in the end, that is the vast bulk of what the city government does, is we have money, we collect all this money, and we put out services and programs and, and things that we want people to see. So this is that whole process writ small. Um, I mean, although eight plus million dollars is not a tiny amount of money, but I mean, it's smaller than the annual budget and it's not, it's a one-time sort of thing. But this is that process. So if you want to be involved in that, you want to talk to your council members to say, hey, here are the priorities that we see. Um, you know, I mean, for instance, I know that like Bob Johnson, who represents District 4, District 4, that east side of the city has had a long and, and difficult history with stormwater management. And it's been a thing I that I would have no idea about that yeah, thing that, that comes up over and over and is improving, but still not done, um, especially as we continue to build out that direction. You know, so he expressed an interest to make sure that we, you know, that that's something that we want to pay attention to is that are we dealing with stormwater? Are we allocating things wisely for that kind of thing? Other council members have different priorities, but this is a chance for you to impact that conversation. Email, call your council members to say, hey, I see your list. These are the ones I think are really important so that they can bring that to the table um, and not just, you know, whatever their personal preferences or their election preferences might be as they as they come through. I want to speak to, to, to a point you just you made at the beginning of that. Um, this is a great way to know kind of the job of the city council, right? So as, as you get ready to go to the polls to vote, because there's, there's a seat open for each of the four council districts, mayor's up for re-election, has an opponent – this is a big issue. And and just to show you how big the issue is, there's a little over eight million dollars available from from this federal fund for for the um, for the city to spend. But in the presentation on, on Tuesday, among the list of of uh, projects that they're considering, totals about thirty two million. And that's by the way, not even including a number of the projects that didn't have costs listed on them in the right, list. Right. So so there are Right now, I mean, just initially at the very beginning of this process, there is considerably more thought on things they can do with the money than they have actual money to spend. By, so, by more than four times. So, as you're just just to know the size of the decision that that the council and the city staff work together to make, but also I think it's important to note as you're looking at candidates, is is your candidate is the person that you're going to vote for ready for that kind of decision because they're not easy. Right, and the question I think has to be asked, and this is very. Uh, you know, if they're going to give us a list of 81 things and we're going to vote to fund 12 of them or whatever right. the number is uh, in the, the district, they are essentially saying these are more important things than that. And so if someone comes up, one of the candidates, for instance, wants to complain about their priority being, you know, like ignored or not being on the list, is the question then that should follow. And this is your free, fair warning for all of you candidates. The question that's going to follow is, OK, what, whether, what piece did you want to take out? In effort to fund the thing that you want to fund, because that is the question. It is it is somewhat zero sum, and it is certainly where we have way more want or need than we have dollars to give to the process. That's where we're sitting at this point. Right. So that's just uh, like I said, no decisions were made. This was just a presentation to start the process, but it's something that obviously you and I are going to follow as part of a part of our new service here with Lee Summit and the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast. But I want to encourage 
everyone listening, everyone in the community to, to also follow. Along. I can't believe you just accused me of being part of a news service, Nick. That's rude. Well, rude. I know. Terrible. All right, we have one more one more item on the agenda from last night. The uh, city council did pass nine nothing a a resolution. Uh, setting essentially a budget minimum for police and fire should the public safety tax pass. So, Nick, why don't you give us kind of a rough idea of what this means? Well, I, basically, this is the current council body. And I, and, I, and I say it that way because post-election, the council body will be different in some manner, right? Right. We do have people who are we kn- termed out. We know there are at least two that are termed out, right? So the council body w- will be different. So this is this current council body doing really it's the only option they have to say this is our intent we promise to try to do what it is we're saying so what they're saying when they when they put this this issue on the ballot is this tax issue is to fund police and fire and more specifically than that is to fund extra money for right. police and fire to accommodate the needs that they have that are expressed. And the, the best example I can give you, perhaps the most notorious example in the fine state of Missouri, is back in the day, you know, think way back um, to when the casinos were uh, enacted by constitutional amendment back in, uh, was that the late 80s or the early yeah. 90s? Um, and what the promise was is that there was, there was taxes on that and that the, the taxes would be paid and those would go to education. Which has happened. I mean, so that's not an accusation. But what happened at the state legislature level was over the years, the amount of money that was al- – they, they had a pot of money that was already allocated to education. And what they sold us was that this is going to be new extra money for education. What has happened in the intervening 25-plus years is that the allocated money for education has shrunk but the money for the casinos has still gone in there. So like in the net, there has been no gain and arguably reduced funding for education from the state over that period of time. And what the council is attempting to say here is that is not our intent. Our intent is to give new money to add to the budget for police and fire going forward so that they are getting the additional money for operations and and things that they need. So I'm just going to throw a a little hint out there. That might be a question that candidates will get. Maybe. Who knows? We've given now we've given the candidates two hints at things that we might Look, ask them. I like to be transparent. That's true. That we know it's true. coming and if if we've told you in advance that the question is coming and we ask it and you still can't answer it. It's not going to look good, guys, so do your homework. <laughs> it's on do you. Do your homework. That's going to wrap us up, Jason. Just just some quick notes. I think those are those are two important things uh, from Council for People to Watch. We're going to keep following along, and we'll let everybody know as the process goes. That's going to wrap us up for this week. We'll talk to everybody next time.